Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Fly OOH 096, ready for takeoff. It's the man You listen to the Out of Home Podcast. You're listening to the Out of Home Podcast. Are you locked into the Out of Home Podcast? You're listening to the Out of Home Podcast featuring Kieran, Kwame, Yaf, and Stephen. You London boys are crazy. Hype it up. Oh, turn up the baseline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These cherries are not satisfying me, but they are at the same time. What cherries? Stephen bought cherries today. Imagine that. No, 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 Shout out Tyler the Prayer. Were, were, were you telling me before we start? Because yes. I really, I really loved how we did it. I really did it how we loved. Can I, can I record with my, 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 my co-host, please? Co-host. Kieran, what, what are we listening to? Well, if you are tuning in today, you're listening to the Out Fun Podcast. What are the greatest underground podcasts you will ever listen to in your Speech. whole entire life? So, if you are listening to us today, you are here before the motion in the ocean. You're here before the, the 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 reckoning, yeah. Just keep on listening to us because you're about to witness something great. Don't know when, but it's coming. So everyone that's been rocking with us since the beginning, you know who it is. But if you've just joined, it's the sounds of Kieran, Kwame, Yaf, and Stephen. This is the Out of Fun Podcast from Amsterdam to London. It's the Mandem. Come on, vlog one. Thank you very much for that. And I just want I just want to say one thing. Yes. You are looking. Respectfully, you're looking mighty fine and bright in that ACG top. Oh, thank you, man. Thank you. It suits you. Appreciate it. it. I like the colour. I like the colour. What are you man telling me though, fam? What's going on? I don't really know, bro. What is really good? It was a hot day in London today, like 28 degrees. You know what I'm saying? Went, walked around, got a little bit of a tan, if you can see. Fine day for a wedding. Fine day for a wedding. I mean, I've been to enough in the summer already, so (laughs) I don't think... I don't think man's getting married or going to a wedding anytime soon. Although there is one coming up in the horizon. I heard your story, your nun story, and it was... I think every time someone who isn't um, recording, when they listen back to the pod, they, I think they find it extra funny because it's just like... <laughs> you can imagine the story. You're listening to how the person's telling the stories. Oh, it's just fucking funny, bro. I was, I was on the plane back and I was just bending. Like, you, know when, you know when you're sitting on... On the plane, yeah, and you're—I don't know if you guys do this, but I'm someone like if I find something funny, like I'll laugh properly. <laughs> yeah, like, properly. Yeah. And I've got my AirPods in, and there was no one in the middle seat, but there was someone on the aisle seat, and they just kept looking at me like, "Is this brother all right, fam?" I was like, "Yeah, bro, I'm listening to award-winning podcasts." Like, hey, get me. Let them Four know. Londoners, men in Amsterdam. Let them know. Some live in Amsterdam, some live in London. <laughs> I was here vibing. You get me? Cause... Quick update: haven't haven't got my phone yet. <laughs> wow. But, but I do have a replacement sim, so um. Yeah, but let's not say anything more just in case I want to claim the insurance. Um, <laughs> Yaf, you're back. Where have you been, my brother? Where have you been? Yafless. <laughs> Bruv, I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. Um, I was in Lake Como for six days Swear and it was down. exquisite. 
It was exquisite. Stephen has something to say. We are still sharing one, Mike. <laughs> Three grown-ass men with a collective age of... A lot of years. Bruv, nearly, nearly like 95, 90. I would say. Well, it is 90. It's overnight. It's far. Bro, three award-winning podcasters have to share one mic. Like, it's, yeah, this is not great, but... All I need is one it's mic, because, one stage. Uh, Stephen, if you... Why can't I hear you? It's all right, don't worry about it. It's because the content's so hot that just, you know, to share it across more multiple mics would be a crime. So we... This is the anointed mic. The go- Oh. Oh, I was just checking um, to make sure that we we're recording. Kwame, can you hear me? Kwame? Can you hear me? <laughs> oh my days. <laughs> What's going on? Kwame? Can you hear me? <laughs> no, but I was so so I was in Italy for a few days recharging. I fam, I fucking needed it, you know. Yeah. I really needed it, bruv. Like I was just I was on the ropes in terms of just doing too much, preparing for a lot of stuff, and um Celebrating my birthday Yes man so, Hey congratulations Thank you Happy birthday Well we said happy birthday But you're here So happy birthday my bro Do you know what I mean 25 years old I um I came to the conclusion And I mentioned it to you guys But I'm also gonna mention it On the podcast <laughs> Hot take Ah this is the hot take of the year <laughs> It's not a hot take bro Because when people hear my rationale I think they tend to agree yeah. I wish you never so, told us So we could give you Our, our unfiltered bro, reaction <laughs> I see okay. a lot of similarities between Italian culture and black That's culture. That's not what he said. That is not what, that is not what he said and how he told us. You have to tell the truth and tell us how you tell us exactly what you told us, bro. I see a lot of similarities. That's not what you said. That's, that's not what you said to us, bro. Between Italian culture and black culture. You have said. Speak up on what you can see. Nah, I know you're gonna say it. That's is what guy trying to throw me under the bus. No, bro, I could always bleep it out. <laughs> um, no, okay, so hear me out here. Yeah. My logic is this, like, okay, first of all, hot weather, I think any country of hot weather, people are just mighty relaxed, bruv. Mighty relaxed, okay. bruv. Continue. So I was getting the bus everywhere yeah. because there's only, there's only like three modes of, okay, there's actually quite a lot of modes of transport. But the main mode <laughs> of transport was bus. <laughs> and it's it's one of those towns, yeah, or places where, like, the bus comes every hour. So if you miss it, you're fucked. Yeah. And you'd get there on time, on schedule, maybe five minutes before to be safe, ten minutes before. Bruv, these men will rock up 20 minutes past the allocated time. <laughs> like it ain't nothing. And you know, like, not even an apology, not even... It's not like as they was even like attempting to get there quickly. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Like, you know when you're late, yeah, and you show up and you're like, I'm so sorry, like blah blah. Bruv, just nonchalantly rock up. I do not want to hear the phrase black people timing ever again. <laughs> ever again. Because what people associate with black people timing is relaxed people's timing. And this is why I have concurred. And this is one similarity that I have seen between black culture and Italian culture. Extremely relaxed. And so with that comes lateness. And all of the other great joys of being very relaxed. Some might say that's why I'm always late to events. We don't know. <laughs> where Steven, where is Lake Como in, in relation? In where's Lake Como in relation to um, mainland Italy? Wow. Um, and the equator. Let's do some quick boy. geography. Because I feel like I have a theory with this too. <laughs> okay, so uh, my my journey was as as such. I flew into Milan 
And then I got a train directly from Milan to Como. Yeah. And uh, it is actually... So it's near... It's really weird because it's also near Switzerland as well, which hasn't really got connotations of war. Wow. Hold on. I just found out where Lake Como actually is. (laughs) And them men are on time. Swiss timing. So, um, interesting. Brother. That's what I say. Lake Como is not where I thought it was. I thought Lake Como... Please... Don't come at me. Just, I'm not. I'm not a, just pulling up I'm not the a geographer. A geography. I dropped that in year nine. Yeah, but I thought it was like near Malta. Wrong. Do you know what Lake Como is? The top of Italy. So yeah. <laughs> it is the thigh of Italy. So on the boot. So, the thigh, bro. It's the crotch. The <laughs> <laughs> no disrespect, Ivan. But yeah, I was thinking it was closer to the equator, which would make like Yaf's take about you know. Black people and Italian people being very close in similarity, being quite close. But then I was like, nah, bro, it really ain't. (laughs) Maybe it's just uh, being close to to water, it being nice, it being hot. I don't know. I can't really back you up on this one, bro, but it it is what it is. Whatever it is, there are huge similarities. Number two, (laughs) the food. Exquisite. Amazing. Did not have a bad meal. Did not have a bad meal. Every meal was spectacular. They have Bounty McFlurry in the McDonald's day. What? It was sensational, bruv. Sen fucking I mean, sensational. Ba- ba- time out. Ba- Bounty is not the, the best chocolate, bro. Oh. Okay. Here, <laughs> This is going to divide opinions. It may even cause the end of this podcast, bruv. Because I am a huge fan of Bounty chocolate. I'm going to pass the mic along to see if my brothers concur with me. And if they don't, I'm going to be bitterly, bitterly disappointed. Yeah. I think Bounty is so controversial for no reason. It's a great chocolate. Yes! Get over it. It's a great chocolate. Oh, I, I don't want to hear no rumours. Um, and Keto, we do love you, but I believe that she is... Oh, I, I, I do believe she's part of the ABC, the Anti-Bounty Corporation. So, um, <laughs> Stephen, please. Bounty's always been one of those in the relegations, yes. along with the Mars. Yes! But, Mars! Yeah, wait, yeah. wait, 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 wait. Mars is... Yeah, Mars is always one of the last to be left there. Like, nah, bro. And Mars, Mars in relegation. Why? Right? Bounty is just like a, it's like a confectionery of rice in my mouth. <laughs> I don't need all of that. Like, I need a toothpick after I've had a bounty to pick out all the little uh, confetti in my mouth. <laughs> bro, you putting Bounty and Mars together is like putting Kylian Mbappe and Chupa Moting together. <laughs> yes, they play for the same team, but they are not on the same level, bro. How dare you, fam? How dare you, my brother? Kira, what say you, good sir? Bro, Bounty gets left, bro. There's no... Oh! <laughs> I am not having a Bounty, bro. Bounty is dead. Bounty is a dead chocolate, bro. I think it's TTC, bro. I think it's top-tier chocolate. No, 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 no. My mum loves a Bounty, yeah? And I was just like, nah. Mm-mm. Ever since a child, I was like, do not bring that chocolate around me, man. Disgusting. If you listen to this episode and you mess with Bounty, holler at your boys, Kwame and Yaf. Yeah. <laughs> not these joke men, Stephen and Kira, bruv. <laughs> oh, God. Yes, sir. What made you smile? That's a very good question. Um, Last week. Last week, that's a good question. Right. Um, oh, yeah, Friday, we met up with Yaf. Um, I, I don't think we met up with Yaf. We saw him, really. He was the reason why like, we got together. We didn't meet up with him. It was planned. But he was there. We met up with him. It still stands. Um, 
we decided we, we celebrated Yaf or Yaf invited us. Uh, we went to a lovely uh, Ethiopian restaurant opposite Ibi's place, and we. Oh, May that's beyond me. Fernand Clown at Africa. Shout out to Fiona, the lovely hostess with the mostest. Come on. And then uh, we met the lovely, I think it was Rochelle. Rochelle. Rochelle, oh, yes. No, no, we don't do that. Why we not do that? We won't. No, no. Just a lovely woman who happened to know Nathan and shared some wonderful stories which entertained us all night long. And it was great to see, catch up with people, catch up with people I hadn't seen. And then we had uh, drinks. And that is where my weekend Memory ended. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> that made me smile, and I'll pass on the mics with you because there are several gaps in mine's knowledge. What an interesting night, Stephen on the Stephen on the Stephen on the liquor is quite a sight for your sore eyes and your sore ears because after a while he just keeps on rapping, fam. He doesn't stop. He doesn't stop. He doesn't stop. I think I called you on FaceTime for a you while. Think, yeah, you was on the phone for about 40 minutes. <laughs> 40, <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, that happened. So, yeah, that, that a lot made me... Yeah, it was good to speak to you. It was, good to see it was you great to see you. you. I wasn't expecting it, but <laughs> so it, was, it was great to see everybody, to be honest. Trust me. Uh, what, what made me smile was meeting uh, our homie and having time to really chop it up. So, when we launched November 2019... I saw a man like Kyle who came in highly regarded. And, you know, like, we, we, we shared some niceties. And then, you know, like, during, during, during the time of the pod, you know, I've, 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 I've got to know Kyle as a real out of home, a real fan, a real supporter, oh, an out of home ultra. But this, <laughs> but this, uh, but this, this last Saturday, um, at, at, the, at, at a little, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Shindig at the studios. Ooh, I like that. Um, shout out to Yaf. Um, I really got, the, I really got time to like break it down. I talked to Kyle on a on a level, and what a guy, bruv. Full of bants, full of charm. You, you, uh, at any given moment, you're gonna have a real conversation. And I have never seen a man so like nonchalantly do a sitting down crip walk accurately. <laughs> what? It was too cool, isn't it? What? It was too cool, fam. Yeah, bruv. Like we, we, I, I, I think we're playing some old, oh, so, so, some, so, some. Old school G funk, or, or some kind, of, or some kind of like what do you call it, Snoop. And man was just, man was just. If, if you when when did he come? No. Oh yeah, yes, and and also you know, Stephen um recently had a recently recently had like a a drunken um, moment. This is thing happened to Carl recently when one one time he said he he went out got wasted. And as a long-time listener of the pod, he was able to realise, oh, now I know what out of home means. <laughs> <laughs> like, like some like 90 episodes in, <laughs> at, at, at like at 2.30 in the morning or whatever it was, and the liquor was in his brain, he was like, it doesn't mean being outside of your place, it just means outside of your comfort zone. And it was like, get it now. That's and then so after sick. Yeah. It was amazing. Bro. So it was, it, it was, it, it was really drunk to meet Carl and chop it up with him. And it, like also meet his missus and like you know just hear more about Hilversum and his young like sausage dog shout out to Pocket so it was it's good vibes it was good vibes and um I'm gonna hand it over to the man that made it all possible oh I I key what made you smile um a couple things obviously getting a call from you guys that was really nice I wasn't expecting it actually I was a bit disappointed that I couldn't be over there to obviously celebrate my brother's birthday but you know. Uh, it was nice to kind of just see you guys. So thank you, Stephen, for that. 
Uh, another um, thing that made me smile last week was I got to meet up with a real out of homie, a real G. Um, Arini came down and delivered one of her world famous apple crumbles for the fam. Bro, when I tell you, the crumble is A1. So shout out Arini. Um, we, we what kind like what are we talking crispy? We're talking crispy, crispy top, edges. crispy top, <sighs> like like almost like a cake for the crumble, yeah. But like, good apple in the bottom. It was very very oh, good, bro. Nice. I did I didn't do it. It's uh, it's, it's, it's justice at first, yeah. No, no, I did it. With, had it with custard. The first time I had it, and and she'll cuss me for this. Is I I was too excited to eat it, so I warmed it up in a microwave. So like first it was eight point five nine. The next day, I warmed it up in the oven and I was like, yeah, this is bang, it's still... So it's a, it's a full-on 10. Um, but yeah, she came down here, we kicked it. Um, literally just talking about like, what what's next for our phone? What's next for me? What's next for her? Like, uh, aspirations, goals and everything. So it was really nice to meet up with a proper proper homie and that. So And she's just been like... Uh, she's been on our journey since we started, isn't it? So it's been dope. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that, that's what made me smile this week, man. No, don't be dope. Uh, I'm going to pass the over to Yaf. I just need to comment, like, Yaffa's got the most golden tan and he's wearing shorts now and his legs are looking like a piece of rotisserie gold right now. <laughs> <laughs> Delectable. Rotisserie gold, you know. <laughs> these, these, yo, Stephen is a calamity today, bruv. It's moving like Titus Brumble at the when, back. When, <laughs> when is he not? <laughs> this guy... This guy moving like Kurt Zuma, bro. Um, do you know? Okay. Side note, yeah. yeah. You know, um, Specs. He once said that Kurt Zuma, Specs Gonzalez, is the can. Yeah. Who does Specs? <laughs> Specs is a is like a football banter, social DJ, bro. All round funny guy, bro. I remember when he said Kurt Zuma, who was a. Does he play for West Ham now? Did he sign for West Ham? He used to play for Chelsea, but he he he's he's prone to a mistake. Prone. Good player, but prone to mistake. Specs said. Kurt Zuma is the kind of guy who looks like he scratches his rims when he's trying to park his car. <laughs> That's so mean, bro. But it's just the funniest way to call someone clumsy, isn't it? Like, ah. Oh. Anyway, mandem, ah, oh, man, I have a lot to smile about. I really do. Holiday was amazing. Came back recharged. One thing that I didn't tell you guys about the holiday yeah. is a mad thing happened to me. So, it wouldn't be a holiday vaccinated. without a mad thing happening to you, to be honest. Yeah. Tell us about your Yaf moment. Go on, please. Thank you. I got vaccinated two weeks ago. Yeah. Right? For the second time. Personal choice. If you want to get vaccinated, it's completely up to you. Um, but I thought, okay, let me do this thing. So I flew out last Friday, meaning I had only been vaccinated at that point for about five days. Yeah. And usually they say it takes, what, two weeks to kick in. So anyway... I've I've landed in Como on Friday and then when I was with my girlfriend the day before, she was feeling sick. So I was like, <sighs> she was feeling sick still on Friday. I was like, you should probably get tested just to make sure everything's calm and then you know how to navigate from there. She tests. And it wasn't the result we was looking for. Oh, no. It was not the result we was looking for. Happens to everyone. Yeah, Happens to everyone. Course, I think most people have caught it, innit? Yeah, definitely. So, then I'm there in Como with a bit of a conundrum, bruv. I had a Como conundrum. Family. Como conundrum. So, I'm chilling. But you know oh, when your mind man. is kind of like telling you these tricks? Phantom COVID, man. 
So I was like, fuck, man, fuck. I was like, if I've got COVID, I've literally traveled at the worst time because I've tested when I'm negative. And if I test, if I test now positive in Italy, number one, I'm not making my birthday celebrations. And number two, I've got a quarantine and just do a madness. Yeah. It's just a, wow. a really inconvenient time. So I'm stressing, stressing. I'm like, it's kind of impossible. I was kissing my girlfriend, you know, we was hugging. There was even one time when she like coughed in my face. Basically, everything they tell you not to do to pass on COVID, bruv. Do you get what I'm trying to say? And so, why are you looking at that, bruv? I'm just wondering where we're going to have to bleep this out. <laughs> no, 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 no. We good. No, no, no. Nothing crazy. Nothing crazy, fam. This is a PG podcast, bruv. No, I'm just like, well, I don't think it is. It's got the ether explicit, like... hasn't it? <laughs> Maybe we'll cut this behind. <laughs> no, 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 no. We good. We straight. So, anyway... It comes to the test. And the test that you do is basically like, bruv, it costs 20 euros. It's an antigen test. And I'm just there trying to give so much good energy just to like make this thing calm. So I'm just having banter with the lady, blah, 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 blah. And like, it was one of those ones where she said, when you get the results, she'll print out a certificate for you. (laughs) I've got there. And as she's done the test and she's put it on the counter... And so, like, I can see the test loading up in real time, bro. <laughs> like, just to build on the anxiety. So, I'm just having small talk with her, small talk with her. And, like, it's come up and I've seen the one line. Yeah. And I'm thinking to myself, fuck, what's one line? What's one line? What's one line? And then she goes, okay, yeah, you're all good. It's negative. Bruv, I could have done the cha-cha slide <laughs> in the pharmacia, bruv. Polzino pharmacia. That's what it's called. Shouts out to the lady. Bro, I don't know how. I could not tell you how I was negative, bro. Could not tell you how. But I made it. I made it back. I got to celebrate two things. This is our home exclusive. Two things. Because yes, number one, it was my birthday. It is. Worse. But number two, ladies and gentlemen, I think this is an, an exclusive for all of you. I got a new motherfucking job. Ooh. What? Sheesh. What you talking about, nigga? <laughs> <laughs> Man like... <laughs> we here now. We are here now. What? Hey. Yes, well, so, yes. So, I got a new job, man. Talk, talk to us about the new job, job so actually, bro. With this job, I will be moving back to join my brother Kieran <laughs> and the plus four. I'm, I'm about operations. to change slide now, bro. Watch. So we will be it's doing 50 50. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, real connections. <laughs> United Islands of the Caribbean in full effect. Yes, blood. <laughs> Stephen didn't even know, bro. Stephen, Stephen <laughs> I swear Stephen oh, yeah. kind of found out the other day when we've been speaking about this for at least a month. What? There's a, there's a lot that's happening. <laughs> you have nothing to say on this matter, bro. Listen, this guy, Stephen, fam. This guy, Stephen, bro. Listen, yeah. So, so listen. So, so we've we've gone to Ibby's after the food. Yeah. Here. By the way, him and Alex had a great spread, and what he such immaculate hosting in that beautiful place. Shout out to Ibby. Insane hosting, bro. And like, Alex. Ibby, we came to find out that um, Ibby has a newfound passion for rum. Oh, really? I said alcohol in general. It, it was it was a 007 arsenal Just, of alcohol. Like you know when we know when you go in, you know when you go to 007 they they press a they press something on the wall the cabinet just flick, uh, switches. Fam, he brought out about seven different rums, 
uh, five different tequilas. I didn't even in your lifetime you should only probably have tried three different types of tequila. In one night we had four. We had something that was in a red velvet bag. Uh, a sack for my French me French people out there, um, which got us down a very dark alleyway of Henry VIII. But we'll come on to that later. Um, there's all types of flavors. But anyway, so Ibi's a man. When he when he discovers a passion for something, oh, does he discover it? <laughs> oh, does he discover it? That man. So, as Stephen correctly said, this guy, he pulls out an onslaught of alcohol and rum from multiple parts of his cupboard, from places I didn't even realize were even places in his house, like from all corners of his crib. Rumble's just surfacing to the <laughs> surfacing to the table, bro. Like it was mad. So we've had bare different um, uh, rums, but every time we have a different one, it'd be like produces it in this shot glass for us. Not even a glass. It was like a fine china shot allocator, bro. I don't even know what to call it. <laughs> so every time someone has a has a every time we have a, a do a new round of shots. Um, someone different does a toast. So Kwame is like, you know, very eloquently giving a really nice toast to me, saying like, it's been amazing, da 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 um, He says something along the lines of, it's going to be sad to see you moving back. And then Stephen goes, huh, you're moving? <laughs> Interrupts the whole speech. They're like, huh, you're moving? And we're all just looking at Stephen like, yes, brother, this is why we're here. <laughs> like, what... what? What, when did you miss this? Like, what did you think this was for, bro? <laughs> Honestly, I got suspicious when we went to a restaurant. Suspicious? Yeah, I was just like, this is not the usual Friday end of week uh, shenanigans. Uh, but then from there, it was a guessing game. And then it dawned on me that this was this event was happening. So I'm going to be your... I'm going to be your play hater for the... 96 episodes in a row and I'm going to say <laughs> and I'm going to say that you are playing dumb and I think that you knew but you weren't sure how soon it was happening yeah, yeah. okay there we go yeah I knew it was on the horizon but I thought we had another month together you basically do though no we don't yeah they it's very much it's very much the last dance this is the last dance that's true this is the last time we're all recording together in the same space bang while I live here because Stephen's travelling. Oh, wow. That's mad. Oh, that's some shit I didn't know. It's a momentous <laughs> occasion, bro. That's some shit, that's some shit I didn't know. <laughs> it is a momentous occasion. Wow, but anyway, man. Shit. The weekend was lit. Shouts out to everyone that pulled up, came and celebrated. It was just incredible. You had Kwame meeting Kyle. You had just different people integrating and getting to know each other. Yeah, man, just... Just bear love, bro. There was a mic. We did, we ended on a on a on a karaoke session where Sam Sylvester, great name, great name, and what's great this? pipes as well, respectfully, great pipes. Excuse me. I bet you can sing. Did not know that, but yeah, yeah, I do. You now say sing. that, right? But who are you talking about just now? Sorry, I missed I, it. I believe so, Sam. Yeah. I believe, I believe okay. that's what it means. Yeah, yeah. Great. She can hold a note, bro. Great set of pipes. I think you know Kieran. I know Kieran. No, no, no. You know, you know, like, <laughs> Sam can hold the note. Do you remember last time we linked up and she had the oh, mic yeah, 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 um, yeah, on her yeah. rooftop? 100, 100, 100, 100, 100. Sam's coming back to London soon rendition. as well, actually. Who? Sam's coming back to London soon. What, Sam? Sam with pipes. 
Yeah, yeah. I think she travelled yesterday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, bruv, shouts out to everyone. I love, I love everyone in the world. Uh, it was great. I started my new job today, which was fantastic. Um, feeling good, bruv. Feeling I'm glad, good. man. We're all happy for you, bro. Now, honestly, as we as we have done ninety six episodes in a row, yeah, yeah, we don't need to share where. But can you please tell our, our loyal listeners and our brand new listeners, if you would like to, in the realms of what you might be doing at your new job? Job, sure can. Um, so I'm going to be working um, with athletes, helping them to tell their stories, helping them. Working with them directly, helping them connect with their fans. Um, there's a huge purpose lens on it as well, where uh, one of my projects will hopefully uh, create a lot of change in society as well. Yep, yep. So, um, yeah, man. Everyone knows, the, if you do know, the company that I previously worked for, I love very much and have a crazy story with. So it would have taken something insane and a really unique opportunity for me to leave. So, yeah, man, I'm excited. I'm excited to eventually move back at the end of the month, uh, be at home with my family and just reconnect with some some friends that I grew up with for and meet sure. some new ones as well. What? So, uh, that's the vibe. One day we're going to have to tell our listeners who we actually work for you. <laughs> Each of our stories is mad. Yeah, when I, I send an email out, like I leave an email, and one of, like a lady who works in America, um, one of one of the designers... She emailed me and was like, you need to do a movie about your story. <laughs> I was like, this is wild. Maybe we should do that after we get bored. <laughs> after, the, after the vibes, isn't it? After, after, the, after vibes. the vibes, maybe after we the can. Vibes, after, yeah, the vibes. after the vibes. After so, the vibes. Um, we asked each other, yeah, that's, that's beautiful. Um, as, 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 a, as a someone that listens, I, I was aware of your evening date. But definitely, like, like I said, it rings true. I'm definitely proud and, and I'm blessed and love that you've been a part of my Amsterdam adventure and we've had this together, but this is by no means the end in it because we're going to keep rocking. I mean, look, like Key's over there and it's still love every single week. Um, now, um, we asked each other important questions like what made you smile and also like how do you feel about Bounty? Quick. Yes, we did and he spoke and he spoke about meeting Arini and having like... There apple, we, crumble. apple crumble. Don't, don't get twisted. <laughs> don't get twisted. This guy, fam. Where is he? Where I don't know. He? Sometimes no. he's here. Sometimes he's on cloud nine. Sometimes he's in between so, the two, floating. I want to do a quick. <laughs> I want to do a. Um. I, I want to do a quick. Maybe not quick. I want to do a quick like whip round. Yeah. On how we feel about another c- crucial event in the universe. Okay. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. 
Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Donda or CLB? I don't think that's... Thoughts? A, really, are we going to... I don't think we can put them up against each other. Are we going to do them? I don't, okay. I don't mind where we're going with this, but I just... Maybe. Just going. Okay, just cool. going. Shall we do a quick um, round? Yeah, okay, okay. So, okay, no, let, let me listen. Okay, let's try, let's, let's, let's try and do this. You've heard both. Yes. In, in, in five or six words, how would you... How would wow. you sum up... Okay, let me say five or six sentences. How would you sum up... What would you call it? CLB and how would you sum up like Donda? Where, where are we going first? You, you are the music man of this group. Okay, so. cool. Um, so Donda, I felt, I felt, okay, Donda listened to it last week. I was very like, I was very excited to listen to it. Um, Kanye is one of my favorite artists, as you all already know. Uh, I did feel like the album was very bloated and very much feature-led. However, Kanye being the musician that he is was able to create a soundscape which was perfect for what he was trying to portray I believe uh, bringing in the right type of people to um, get the best out of them in terms of like their rapping style I think that Kanye also wrote a lot more of his his verses on this one it felt like I don't think he got help from much people it did feel like yeah it did feel like he did write a lot more on, on this there's some really standout moments on Donda. Uh, Hurricane, Vori's verse. Uh, Vori's, sorry, Vori's hook. Hurricane, Hurricane yeah. Oh, Hurricane. when I heard Little Baby come in for the first Amazing. time. I was, oh my gosh. Bro, um, I was drinking red wine and I said to myself, <laughs> this guy really knows how to ride a beat. Fam. Bro. He really does. I wasn't expecting it. On, on that album though, yeah. Like on that song, sorry. I don't think Drake would let Weekend shine as the way Kanye let him shine on that track. If you think about all of the the Kanye, I mean the Drake and Weekend songs, yeah, he has not. He wouldn't dare let Weekend shine hard on his tracks, bro. True love, bro. No, but bro, bro, crew love, yeah. It's a hard song doesn't slap as Great much. First as, verse. Doesn't slap as much as as Hurricane. You think so? Ooh, Does, his 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 vocals. Listen to the vocals. I'm not talking about yeah, the, 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 the vocal on Hurricane, bruv. The, he sounds so pure, so clean, so fresh. Honestly, yeah, I don't think Drake. And that all right. And even if it, if was even if Drake allowed him to shine on Crew Love, yeah, that was the last time that nigga shine on his album. Yeah, it's true. Because he was like, I can't do this again. Because they had the whole riff after that, bruv. After that, but um, twenty four also another song I loved. Um, remote control. Um, uh, Junior Watson on on my re- re- I like that tune. <laughs> re- 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 uh, is not, that the one like, four five minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that song's way. Um, I to be like to be honest, even though it was really long, I I enjoyed a lot of the album. Uh, and if I want, if I just quickly talk about CLB, uh, boy, <sighs> to me. <sighs> Yeah, and I, I'll say it, man. I wasn't impressed with it at all. I feel like oh, here comes the controversy. I feel, I feel like I feel like Drake has got to a point in his life, yeah, where he knows that everybody is hooked on this Drake drug. Can I make a point about that? Kim? Yeah. Did you guys see the Spotify reactive for his album being the most streamed? Was it on um, Times Square? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. You all saw that, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. 
Do, do you know what that tells me? What does it tell you? That shit was pre-planned, bro. Of course, bro. You have to buy. That you have to buy media space. Yes, of like they knew this album was gonna stream like crazy. Of course, like I saw all of that, and I was just like, I don't know, you bro. Know, this is. I, the, do I go and call me? I was saying, I was saying, it's just text and an image, so like, no, but it they, shouldn't be. But they would have had to have that space already. Like, you can't, and I don't think when oh, it yeah, comes yeah, to yeah, digital space, like, you can't just, you can't just, you uh, can't just put uh, it up. Actually, maybe not twenty four hours. You, put, I think you can. I think on a digital platform, you can it, do that. It is Drake, but like maybe they had one Drake's number one in the, number one in America or fifty five countries, yeah. and maybe they just edit, edit the text, but. Yeah, it was. Uh, I was, I was, yeah, uh, that was quite an interesting one. Um, why was it? Why was it so controversial? That, the fact that it was up so so quickly, I think. But why wouldn't it be? No, because oh God, go on, go on. Yeah, yeah, go on. So, so my point is this: year, like, okay, we all saw the shouts out the out of home ads that Drake took out, yeah. right? Across every all the different parts of the US, in Nigeria, in London. So if you didn't see it, basically Drake bought out these premium out-of-home spaces. Out-of-home is basically a big ad that you see. It could An example of, that, of an out-of-home space could be something you see on a bus, for example. Um, but he did, for example, he put, hey Nigeria, Thames is on CLB. So just like a really feature-led way to connect with the, the specific territory, geo, whatever. So, like, the marketing of this album was very, very good. Very, very good. I don't think it's controversial, but I think... They must have had an inclination that the amount of money that they've poured into this campaign is going to have a payoff. Yeah. And Kieran's going to get into it and break it down, but I don't... I think it's controversial because I think it was the marketing that pushed this album. I don't yeah. think it was the quality of the like, album. Not to get too into my point opinion on the album, by the way, because I don't want to cut you off. Kim. No, no, no. That's it's cool. We're having a fluid conversation, isn't it? What are you saying, Stephen? No, I'm just gonna say I don't think that's I don't think it's weird at all. Like I think it's very normal that someone of Drake's caliber would anticipate that his album would do numbers. Like and it was always going to do numbers. Like, yeah. So like, why wouldn't you be prepared? And it's not like he's short of money, isn't it? So the man's just. Blocked it out. I don't think he. Happens, I don't think happens. he blocked it out. He wouldn't have paid for that spot. Um, Spotify. Okay, well, Spotify whoever, would have paid for that spot. Whoever's associated with it, like I mean, they're not short money. And like, if it's Spotify, do you know how much analytics goes in Spotify? They probably knew, like to your point. They probably knew this is going to happen. So I, I, yeah, I didn't see it. I don't see a problem with that. I, it's just ironic for me that the album artwork is a very Apple-led uh, emoji. Yeah, it's very Apple-led. Yeah, but then Spotify are pushing this thing I don't know just what I saw with this album was industry doing its work yeah you know like it felt very commercial felt very industry yeah I don't know I felt like Drake was being pushed on us for the first time <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. but go ahead Kay. um yeah, like well my I can't remember what I was saying but I feel like everyone 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 that loves Drake is going to love this album because number one, they've been waiting for two years. Like, if you disregard Dark Lane demo tapes and you go back to Scorpion, that's two years, probably the longest wait you had to wait for a, for a Drake album. And like, for me, it's like Drake hasn't changed. Do you know what I mean? Drake, there's no real growth in his music. And that's not to say, 
Do you know what? If it's not broke, don't fix, fix it. Like, Drake is Drake. Like, you're going to continue to get this Drake. However, I feel like I've become less connected to Drake as I've grown up as a man in it. Because turning 30, I don't still need to hear what he's talking about. And I want to, like, I'm trying to see if there's a little bit more depth to his character. Because I feel like as I was growing up with Drake, I got to understand, so, like, the, the, like, I got to understand him as an individual. And now, like, when he continues to talk the way that he does, it's almost like, bruv, what have you got to say, though, innit? Like, that's just my take on it. Like, there, I've listened to it over and over again. I've listened to it. I've given it, like, a f- six, seven times, like, like, listens, like, top wow. to bottom. And I can honestly say there are some good songs on there. There's good songs on there. He raps his fucking ass off. However, I'm just like, bruv, man. You know what I mean? But I think he's got to a place in his career and his music, like his, his artistry where he knows that like anything that he does, it's going to smash, isn't it? So from the, the way that it rolled out, album cover, like it just felt like, man was just taking the piss. It's like the trim. It like, the trim is like, I can literally, even the, the, um, the apparel that came out in November, remember that the, the basic dry fit top that he had with the kiss mark. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was like, bruv, it's almost like Drake said, I can do whatever that I want and you lot are going to lap it up. This artwork, obviously, is trolling. It, but it works. In the day and age that we're in, it's like, get people talking about it. Let me do this artwork. Now everyone's talking about this artwork. People hate it. People love it. It's almost like, he, he as you said as, as well, Yafia, yeah, I think he's got to a point the industry will help him do exactly what he needs to do. And us as fans, especially like Drake super fans, are just going to eat it up because it's Drake. And I don't want to sound like a hater. I actually don't want to sound like a hater because I grew up listening to Drake. I was like, the well, first time I listened to Drake, I was 15 because my family, obviously from Toronto and stuff. And I would listen to his shit coming up. Come on. So it's like, I've I've seen I've seen this guy for a very long time and this is the first time I was like yeah all that you know however <laughs> <laughs> but 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 I know if I give it time like some of his songs some of the songs are going to grow on me because one thing that you cannot escape about Drake is that his songs are infectious you will hear them you will sing them you will hum them you won't even know where the melody's from you're like right that's a Drake song because even today, I was I was singing along to one of the songs. I was like, wait, did he get me again, bruv? Did he get me again? So, I'm I'm disappointed in it. However, I can see it's going to do... It's obviously done numbers already. It's going to continue to do numbers. But in terms of a Drake album, I'm not giving it as like... It's not the best album that he's, he's come out. Which leads us to the question, and I know I want you guys to give me your opinions though. Does Drake really have a classic album, bruv? Kwame's got to say really that. Doesn't. Not at all. He, uh, you can say So Far Gone was a classic mixtape, mm. right? But uh, after after that, there's been no time he's really... Uh, Nothing was like, the same. Uh, uh, no, no. That was his best and most concise rap album. Really, really tight. But it is not a certified classic like like um, the, like the College Dropout. Mm. It's not a certified classic like Get Rich or Die Trying. Not a classic like what do you call it? Good Kid, Mad City. It's a really, really good Drake album. It's a really, really good rap album, but it's not a bona fide classic. It might be, it might be Drake's classic album, but it's what not about a classic. Take care? Really, really excellent, but too long. And um, um, I don't think it was. Um, I don't think it had a lot to do with 
I think it was like, like if you think of 2012 or 2005, whenever like GKMC or or Get Rich came out, those years are defined by the music releases. Mm. I don't think to take care that effect when it was released. Okay, you understand? Okay, okay. in my opinion, but 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 people would also argue that Views is a Views is a classic album too. No, it's not. It's got big bangers on there. Okay. What do you think, yeah? <clears throat> Please. Everyone knows man is a Drake fan, bruv. It's hard not to be. Yeah, the bruv. guy is a genius. Genius. And a legend. Mm-hmm. Bruv, I was on the second to last song, still filled with hope and anticipation, <laughs> wondering, okay, the next one's going to be a banger. Okay, the next one's going to be... Like, I really tried, bruv. And granted, I only listened to it once. And to be fair, Scorpion grew on me after a while. Yeah. But... Ah oh, man, do you know what it is? For the first time, I really just looked at the rollout of the album and I was like, I think Drake has twanged me, blood. Or he's trying to twang us because... No, for real, bro. Like, Because the rollout was wavy. Yeah. I don't know if you saw in London, but they... they Like, some label probably hired an agency and they was they was doing like... um uh Certified lover boy trim, oh, so yeah, they were just pulling yeah. up to different areas yeah, yeah, yeah. and they was doing the trims. And for ladies, they were doing the nails. So, like, there was a huge push from it, rightfully so. Drake's biggest artist in the world. Um, but yeah, I wasn't too convinced, and especially with the backdrop of Kanye's album dropping, what was it, a week before? Yeah, I was so thoroughly impressed by Kanye West on the oh, <laughs> goodness me, bruv. Hurricane, you just referenced it. I heard the weekend, I was like, this sounds so pure mm. and so crisp mm. it is speaking to my soul yeah, bruv and then little baby comes oh, in I was like what baby kills it bruv and there's another song I think it's Jonah when there's uh, I think the guy's oh, called Vori big tune Vori yeah like, who's there when I need somebody to lean on, on. Hey. oh my <laughs> days and he's not right bruv oh my <laughs> goodness bro there's no, like I think we can all sit here and say Kanye West is the only person that can get all of these features on the album and get no one to swear, bruv. Like, yes, they swore, but like, they were, bruv, Little Baby was talking about God. Mm. That's the first time I've ever yeah, heard yeah, that he man channeled, talk about God. He channeled God. a lot out of those artists. He got them really, like, You know what I mean? Like, he really, else, like, man. musically extracted a lot yeah. to of these artists to pour into his vision. And mm-hmm. I thought it was just like a sick example of leadership almost. Creative like, direction, isn't it? For yeah, real. bro. Like, it was. Fam, like the album was so sick. Man's got Shenzaya. Jeez. Doing a big um show stealing cameo. Yes. yes. Bruv, Shenzaya, if I'm not mistaken, is Miss Turn Up Turn Up My Pum Pum, bruv. Doesn't she sing that song? <laughs> I think so. out your boom boom. Yeah, I think so. I think so. <laughs> I think so. And now she's out here on Donda speaking big girl lyrics, fam. Well you get what I'm trying to say? So, okay. To get to the point, yes, it was very feature heavy, but the album was beautiful, bro. Like, there were some amazing songs on there. I do want to talk about one thing. Go on then, bro. Because I listened to the Breakfast Club's review of it. Yes. And they were just getting on to man. Like, calling him a clown, saying that the t- the album was too long. I was like, bro, what's the Breakfast Club's agenda with Kanye West? Mm. Like, what has he done to them? Uh, don't, don't you remember the interview that he had with them one time? Was it them or was it... It was Sway, but before he went to Sway, he went to uh, the Breakfast Club that time. And I don't think he's been back since then. So I think they were just... I think Char- Charlemagne was doing Charlemagne to Kanye West. Kanye West weren't having it. And I don't. I think they, they've always had a certain agenda to them, but I, I don't know, man. 
I don't know. I think in in general, I think Kanye West album is just is very soulful. It's like one of those you really need to listen to because you're having you know there's going to be a message or he's really trying to communicate with you. I think like Drake's one is a vibe and I think that's just what I it's just something you could play and just be in a moment. I think there's a lot of good songs on 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 Drake's one. I think it's just like a vibe. It's not something I'll take like mm. listen line for line in the same way I would listen to Kanye's but like I feel like they're two different artists and I think um to Key's point like one artist was really trying to communicate Whereas the other one was trying to get, well, we had a previous episode, one was trying to get your attention mm. and one was trying to communicate with you. So I think that's a distinction. So I think you've got to look at them I like that, Stephen. in a little different light. Like, that, and um, that's why I, I asked initially, like, do you really want to compare them? Because I do, like, yeah. I always knew that people were going to put the two albums up against each other just because of the nature of their beef. And if you yeah. listen to those albums, Drake is talking to Kanye and Kanye is talking to Drake. Like, they are legit talking to each other. And it's actually... Mm-hmm. It's, it's sick for the culture. It's sick for hip-hop. It's sick for music. But, like, I don't think that you should put them up against each other. I was just a little bit disappointed with Drake because, like, <clears throat> we've been waiting for so long. Even though, you know what? Man don't have to put out music. He doesn't really he, have to he, put out no music that, again. That's, that's, that's the other point I was going to make. Is like, the lifestyle he lived, he's living right now. Yeah. Like, man's making... So much, he doesn't know what to do. Man, man had a date in a in a stadium, like you know, you know what I mean. It's got to that stage where he's trying to out Drake himself. Like he's looking mm. for new things to do. So, like when you get to that level, your ability to identify with the common person it gets harder. Whereas Kanye's was really coming from a place of like um, it was comparing his mom. It was like a different spectrum yeah. altogether. So I feel like that's why I feel it's impossible Drake. to come up with. And that's why maybe it feels like Drake was trolling because at a certain point in time, you're just like, just like, what the fuck? They like, are, like even, even the way too sexy video and song, bruv. Like, oh, it's too funny. <laughs> <laughs> like, that song is trash. That song is trash. Yeah, but do you know what? It's going to ring. And every time you hear it in a club or you hear it out, people are going to dance to it. People are going to shack out to it because... It's it's got some sort of feeling to it, but I think it's trash. Yeah, but question. Yeah, go on. To go back, because yes, okay, maybe we've grown out of like that type of music. Yeah. I would say because what we're saying is around Kanye's messaging, and that's what we relate to. I wanted to, like based on what Stephen was just saying. Yeah, I want to ask you guys a question. Like, do you guys think Drake's happy? No, not at all. I think he. Do you know what? I think he's happy in the sense that. He's got everything that he has done. I don't think he is... I don't think he's fulfilled in terms of, like, Certified Lover Boy, take the title. Like, that album, Certified Lover Boy, is an, uh, is an album about toxic masculinity. You know? It's basically him saying that he's a fuckboy and he doesn't care anymore. But this is a guy, for his whole career, has been pining over women, yeah? Or how women have done him wrong, how he hasn't been able to how he hasn't been able to connect with one or how uh, a woman has told him that he'll never be as big as Trey Song. Boy, was she wrong? That was just negative energy for me to feed off. Like, now I'm looking pewed at Galleria or Beverly Center, Macy's where I discovered Bria. Like, he's been talking about women his whole life, innit? And I feel like that is the missing piece in his own struggle. I think that's where he's not happy. And I feel like the way that he's now, like, projected it is being like, I don't give a fuck. And that's what we're getting out of Certified Lover Boy, potentially. 
I don't know. I am not a Jake Sovon. Do, do you know? Do you know what you said? I said it was interesting to me, Kieran. You said that like, you don't feel like you can relate a lot to Drake anymore. It's because I would say it's because you've in, endured growth. Maybe like you've matured. I think from Drake to so far gone to Drake now, he's still talking about the same thing. So far gone, he's talking about entering this new phase yeah. of money and women and like rap um, politics. And now he's like he's at the highest phase. Yeah. And for the last five albums, he's been he's been he's been he's been what do you call it? Like complaining about it. Like this this guy had the the goal to <laughs> call himself the co-parent of the year. Wow, big man. <laughs> <laughs> On track number two, fam. <laughs> Oh, Big man, allow it. You understand? It's like, like I, I'm, I'm not sure if he's entitled or like he just wants everything. But at the same time, I like, want to. I, I mean, I have my own issue with him. I, this is what I say about the album. The album was tepid. The album it wasn't safe. He's a brilliant artist. He's a brilliant rapper. But he he, he took no risks or did, or did nothing new. Mm. There's some bangers, but for me, there are no real moments of brilliance. Yeah. That, um, that, and even 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 the features. Like, we spoke about how Kanye can elevate. Jay-Z gave him a half-baked verse. Yeah. Lil, Lil, Lil Baby has had a great run. It wasn't one of his best verses. Ross and Wayne spat. I'll yeah, give yeah, you that for one. sure, for sure. Drake had but, a couple... I think there's a couple verse, like a couple songs. So, like, 7 a.m. Bridal Path. Like, he yeah, kills yeah. that. And, and it, like, I need to hear that. But, like, this beef between two grown men is, <laughs> is very troubling for me. Like... Not because, not because, no, 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 not because two, two, two women are beefing. That's natural. But what are they actually beefing over? You will fam? never know. And it just seems so childish. <laughs> fam. The the one key, like one beautiful moment on this album was uh, Yabba's heartbreak. To be honest, like yes, <laughs> that's yes. a song that doesn't feature yes. Drake at all. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Mundo, as they say. In, in <laughs> and one, one. Not, and his intro is also weird, hard as well. One weird moment in all of this beef was um, the Andre 3000 song. Oh, uh, yeah. What'd you say? I was just saying, that was just one moment in it, like Drake Drake leaking that yeah. as well. And it, that kind of just backfired. It, it was just weird. It was just weird. Oh, what was your take on that, Key? What, um... Hearing Kanye's this on the um on Drake. Yeah, or just how the whole thing came 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 about. Like Drake Drake was leaking it. And I was just like, and well, it just ended like, up slaps. You're like, oh yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it was just very, <laughs> it's very weird. And then the reasoning behind it, and then like it was just to your point. It just got to the point like, what are we? It's where you get the if there was a rap referee at some point come on the pitch, you guys like. Like, time out, boys. We need to like rethink this. Like, what are we doing here? Because it was just like, like, what is going on? Right I now? think it was less of, um, I think it was less of Drake releasing something that he thought wasn't good, but more to the point of, I can get my hands on your shit, even if you think I can't, to Kanye, potentially. I think it was a lot more deeper than just having the song itself. I think it was more like, bro, you think your shit is safe? I'm Drake. I can get to you. I can get to your stuff. And I think that was more of what it was. Whether or not it was good or not, I think deep in between those lines, Kanye saw that a completely different way in it. But I do feel like to 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 um back up what you're saying, Kanye. Uh, Kwame, Kwame. I do find this whole thing a bit petty. But at the same time, it's like if you are gonna continue, I'm here for it. Like just keep it 
in the music. Do you know what I'm saying? Rich people have egos, bro. Yeah. That's one thing I've learned. Oh, 100%. Rich people have the biggest of egos. 100%, man. But Not to generalize, but not typically. Not to take this away from uh, what we're talking about, but I do want to give an honorable mention to what I believe has been one of the greatest or the best rap albums of this year. And it would be King's Disease 2 by Nas. Him and Hit Boy have been able to f- marry up and find a groove that is unmatched. Ooh, I have a listen because to it. Fi- do you know what I think about? Like, Nas, that is a man who's aged gracefully and been able to spit you some real shit about just growing up. Fine just... red wine from Como. Hey, bro, he might even mention some fine red wine from Como because he does talk Come about on. Brunch on Sunday and that is a very good tune with Blast. So I feel like that's an album that you should check out. Uh, 100% okay. if you're into some real rapping wanting to figure out what's happening now in the world and seeing how artists age gracefully Baby Keem is coming this Friday or this well tomorrow oh when you hear I'm this. looking forward looking to forward that, to Baby bro. Keem you know what I'm saying which means Kendrick is probably around the corner too Baby Keem yeah is actually very talented fucking incredible bro bro him that that track on Donda yes is cold. Yes, he rides Still that outside. different, bro. Isn't he? Still outside, <laughs> hey, bro. Cold. I'm listening to that on my cycle home in these shorts, bro. Oh my days. Oh, and hopefully next week, maybe we like Certified Lover Boy a little bit. No, I think. Do you know what? I I do believe. Don't get me wrong. I I haven't been impressed in it, but I have continued to listen to it, which means. As I said, Drake's tunes are infectious. Like, you can't get away from the fact that he makes good music. But I think that there is an expectation of him to deliver something that is of a different standard because we've been getting the same thing for so long. Again, if it ain't broke, why fix it? And people are happy to hear it. It just feels like, for me, it's just like, bruv, it could have been better personally. And for me, that's how I feel about it. That's just my personal opinion on it. But I think with Drake, what it is, yeah, and this is like, yeah, this is my last point on it. He launches so much music and so many bangers. Yeah, he's prolific. In between albums. He's prolific, man. Yeah, but he drops so much music in between albums. Like, for example, the Lemon Pepper freestyle. Yes. It's just like, he, he, he maintains such a quality that when it comes to album time, people approaching it like it's the NBA playoffs. Like, Boy. this guy's going to deliver us the cream of the crop of his performances. And it doesn't always turn out. But that's, like that. so but I that's think he's almost that, a victim of yeah, his own success exactly. sometimes. Exactly. There's a um there's a really good um uh review from and I don't really like what reading enemy, but they had a very good review in it. And I think they said something about um Drake be Drake having the Midas and that being something, as you said, a detriment to his own success and saying how like because he believes everything that he touched is gonna to turn to gold, like he has that fear that it might not at one stage mm, and it might yeah, even yeah. hold him back from as Kwame said trying something new or taking a risk in his music and like people are gonna lap it up man everybody lo- is hooked on the Drake drug and they don't realise when the pack is dead that's all that that's all I'm saying that's all I'm saying bruv are we in the wire bruv huh? oh, that was amazing I, <laughs> I said the Drake pack is <laughs> that's all I'm saying and, Kanye, and K- Kendrick is coming bruv Kendrick is coming. Smoking on He's your loading. top five tonight. Tonight. He's coming, bruv. He's loading, bruv. bruv. loading. You think he's been in the kitchen just twiddling his thumbs for the last whenever how many years? He has just been washing watching, his hands and drying his kitchen towel. He's been watching. No way, bruv. He's, he's been, been cooking. Kendrick is coming. Can't wait for Kendrick to come. I heard that he just um, uh, lo- he um, uploaded five songs to, or five or six songs to like a, a register that basically, a, a songwriter's register. 
So I think he's coming soon, man. He's coming. Interested to see his launch. More than anything, the thing that interests me about how artists are launching their music. Yeah. Thing I'm keeping a keen eye on because mm. you just have to be disruptive. Yeah. Drake went down like a very media-driven route. Mm-hmm. With uh, Kanye, it was just like very disruptive physical yeah. physical art. events. Yeah, yeah. What, what would you yeah. say like J. Cole's? J. Cole's was more like the whole rollout, innit? It was like... It's more storytelling story- yeah, from yeah, J. Cole. Exactly. I love, I I love that. I love that. So, I love yeah, that. I'm curious to see what Kendrick does and how he brings it to the forefront for us, so... Let's see, man. Let's see, let's see. Let's I reckon see. we get another character from Kendrick. This last one was called, like, Dam, I can't remember. But before, yeah, Dam was Kung Fu Kenny, right? So I think we get another character. Yeah, I'm excited too, man. Amazing, brother. <laughs> well, I got I to gotta go to work tomorrow. Yay. So, uh... <laughs> I'd love to talk... My fun talk employment was over, fam. All night long, but obviously, we got to call it draw a line in the sand at some point. And I guess the proverbial sand line has been drawn here. It has appeared. Yes, it has appeared. Um, so yeah, you've been listening to the Out of Home podcast, Out of Home Radio, uh, with your boys, Kieran, Kwame, Yap and Steven. Um, yeah. Hope you enjoyed this one. <laughs> For the last time. Oh shit. Fuck. Please. The mandem are in the building together in Amsterdam. The Three Musketeers, the plus three one operation. Plus three one operation. Is losing 33% Jeez. of its operation. 33.333 recurrent. <laughs> Don't and forget that, that. Joining the plus four four operation and creating a 50% stake Jeez. in each market. Jeez. What have you got to say for that, Stephen? West Africans are in the building. <laughs> There's gonna be some changes. There's gonna be some changes. The show goes on. I feel like there's gonna be some changes over there in Amsterdam. How do you feel about that? Yeah, it's calm. Yeah, good. Yeah. Alright, we out, man. Oh, had a good week. Had a good week. (laughs) Much love, much love, my guys. Blessings. Hey, you lot. You lot, the boys are crazy. Hey, come on. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.